Welcome to the Straight Out of Home Video Podcast, part of the Geeky Waffle Network. Hello and welcome to Straight Out of Home Video. I'm Vanessa and with me today is Candice. Hello. And Maggie. Hello. I'm sorry, I should have said top of the morning to you or something like that. I know, I did too. I thought the same thing. (laughs) I regret my hello instantly. We should have. We we probably could have planned this better. But either way, we haven't even said the title of the movie, which is today we're discussing the luck of the Irish, which came out twenty two years ago. It did. And not. Don't remind me. And not to be confused with the nineteen forty one movie of the same name. Yes, when I was looking on IMDb, I came across that, and I was like, okay, I did not know that this existed, and now I kind of want to watch that one too, even though I'm sure it's incredibly different. And weirdly enough, we're all wearing green, aren't we? Or at least some sort of green. Yeah. That was not it was planned. Pop- <laughs> or at least it was not planned by me. I don't know about you guys. No. But it must have, I must have just been in the mood after watching this movie. And, and Maggie, I hear that you wanted to be on this specific one. And why exactly is that? So my birthday is St. Patrick's Day and I'm Irish. My <laughs> name is Maggie. But this movie came out on March 8th of 2001 and i have a super vivid memory of when it aired and when it re-ran and you'd have to i don't i'm sure you all remember and everybody listening remembers when you'd watch the tv guide channel to see when mm-hmm. things would like be again and i remember it played again on march 17th on my birthday and i remember i ate my cake opened my presents and then i was like everybody leave me alone i have to rewatch this movie they made it just for me and i have loved this movie ever since but Rewatching it for this podcast was the first time I had rewatched it since like maybe when I was 10 or 11 and it was on a rerun on Disney Channel. So that was a full experience. How did you feel after all of these years? <laughs> I still love it. It's so corny. And also, I did not realize that, that was Timothy. I never pronounced his last name. Oh, right. my yes. Yes. Because I've been rewatching Psych and it, had the, it took the musical episode of Psych for me to realize that was the same guy from Galavant. And then watching this, when he popped up, I was like, he's here, too. I saw his name come across. And I know him from Psych also, but I also know him from Supernatural. He's Kane in Supernatural. Yes. And he's like a badass. And so when I saw when I saw his name come on the screen, I was like, oh, my God, he's in this movie? It took me so long while watching Psych not to see him as this character. Like, at least one season, I kept think- thinking of Luck of the Irish. And oh him try to steal a gold coin. So you had the opposite experience. <laughs> it was like I could not not see his face because it's so. He has I don't a know, very just, specific a... look. Like yeah, his face. I have never seen another man with the same face. And there's plenty of actors where you're like, you can find their twin or you've seen somebody on the street. I've never seen somebody who looks like Timothy, especially not in this movie. He has such yes. a distinctive facial features. Yes. And mm-hmm. handsome man. He's Love beautiful, it. gorgeous, yeah. great, he's a great actor. Age he's so aged well. like fine wine. Galloping yeah, yeah. water yeah. through the years with the be- with the beard and everything. Yes, man. So speaking of hot, did either of you guys also have a crush on Ryan Merriman? Absolutely. But I, but I, so actually, I think that this is the this might have been my first time seeing this movie. At least I don't have a recollection of really? seeing. I knew I always knew it existed. I know the name very well, but I don't remember actually watching it. So, but when I watched it, I was like, okay, I definitely know. And then I looked and I was Ryan Merriman. And I'm like, okay, I used to have a crush on him, but because of, of A Ring of Endless Light. Yes. Another mm. DCOM movie. The movie. Dolphin. Yes. The Dolphin yes. movie. 
but uh, but yes, I did have such a very big crush on him. I think I I remember watching all this stuff more because I had a younger sibling who was very much into Disney Channel. And Maggie's a little bit younger than us, too. So this is made for her specifically. It was. It was made specifically for me. <laughs> I listen to Irish music all of today because of watching. And it like, well, I always listen to it for March because I just treat the whole month as Irish month. But I was like, it's time. I've watched Luck of the Irish. It's time to get back in the mood. This yes. was so early 2000s, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. So it had that great feel. I And I... For some reason, what brought it home for me was not just the the way the movie was, but weirdly enough, when they were in the computer lab and every single computer was a rainbow like color leading back, I was like, oh, man, this I is miss very- those computers. No. And it just it just brought back a feeling of nostalgia of that time of just everything being colorful, even though I I doubt that any of my schools had that good of equipment, actually. I no. don't for any of my schools having that good of equipment. I think we had those computers in college because they were so old. <laughs> they could afford it. So we're, like, they still weren't presented in a rainbow fashion, which I think, oh, no. Really and he was using the blandest one. He was using the gray one. And I was like, why did they not put this kid at the green one? Something that would have fit better. It was your choice. And I, the only thing I could think was that it was some sort of Mac was, or Apple. We'll give you all of these products, but we want them displayed in this way. And it just didn't work mm-hmm. to show the whole line because... I think it was in the color array of the commercials, if I remember the commercials from the early 2000s. You know what else Mm -hmm. I also remember is Rory Gilmore and Gilmore Girls around this time got one of these, too. So, yeah, I think Apple was calling everybody and being like, you want want a computer? Put this in here, please. That's probably true. Because I wanted one as a kid because I would see it in TV. We always have the boring Dells. I'm the first person in my family to ever get a Mac, and I got it last year. But I longed for these Macs. And I think it's because so many teen shows, that was like the thing. Everybody had them in their little rooms. They also had that that PC versus Mac commercial with Justin Long. Yeah. I want to be cool like Justin Long. Speaking of early 2000 things. Who's had a resurgence in recent years. But I guess I should also say what this movie is about before we get yeah. into it. <laughs> it's about heritage. <laughs> it is about heritage. That's the big thing. So basically, Ryan, Ryan Merriman character, who's named Kyle, he is, he, there's a heritage day at school, and this kind of gets him thinking about where am I from? Because to, apparently he doesn't know, his family doesn't really talk about it. And he starts asking his parents all these questions which they will not answer. And they just say, well, you're from America. And obviously that is not a real answer. So you're from they, Cleveland. From Cleveland. Cleveland. But anyway, he, has, he also has this special coin that he wears all the time that his mom gave him when he was born. And that coin ends up, they find out later, being stolen at a, an Irish, is it an Irish carnival? I don't really know exactly what's it has it was. It was an Irish festival. Okay, it was an Irish festival, but there's all these carnival rides, which is why it's throwing me off. And so then he realizes that his life is kind of changing after his this coin is stolen, and he is so he's he's always been this what this lucky person before. He's on the basketball team. He's a great basketball player, and um, then also his mom starts acting very weird, and <laughs> starts drinking, and he finds out that he is a leprechaun. Half yeah, leprechaun. 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 
And then they have to find a way to retrieve this coin because all of the O'Reilly, which is his clan, luck is contained in this coin. So his entire family is in danger of losing all of their luck and reverting back to their leprechaun phase, which apparently they, they can't help but do if they don't have this coin. So hijinks ensue. Um, and Timothy Omenson is, is the one who, is, at least I think I'm pronouncing that right, is the one who, who is the big bad in this one. The evil leprechaun. The evil leprechaun. <laughs> but not in any sort of horror movie kind of way, except for maybe like, the very the end. Davis. <laughs> does he rap like that one does? He does <laughs> Irish step dance, though. He does, which is pretty, that, that step dancing was really impressive. But, but yes, so that is, that is in, in a nutshell, the movie. Uh, and uh, I think that from the beginning, it's a pretty, it, I don't know, I feel like it does grab you. I think that this movie is, is well known for a reason. I enjoyed the characters and I enjoyed the, the even though the storyline is kind of silly, it's a decom movie. So what are you expecting? So I feel that for the most part, it was fleshed out as much as they could have in the time that they have. I mean, it's only, only an hour and 30 minutes. And uh, it was, I don't know, what are you guys' thoughts on the movie? I know Maggie, you, you love it, but Candace, when you revisited this. I think it holds up pretty well. I can see why I was entertained by this as a kid. It's always the children against adults kind of thing. And also that whole metaphor about growing up and your body changing. There, It reminds me of the 13th year. Remember when the, the kids of Mermaid? Yes. Or Team just like Te- I got It's always Team a metaphor. Wolf. Always a metaphor. <laughs> you're turning into something else when you're growing up. But I love how DCOM is just like, Okay, we let's do some vampires. Oh, zombies. They haven't done zombies yet. Vanessa and I are eventually going to watch that zombie movie. <laughs> There's a zombie God, trilogy now. Yes, it's actually not. Don't kill me. Okay. I'm curious. Also, I am... also, the Descendants are actually really good. If you haven't watched them. I actually Descendants. I love them so much. <laughs> oh, my God. It's... I watched that at the beginning of Lockdown. I me like, too. I can't watch anything serious. Yes. Because <laughs> I was like, okay, my friend's kids kept dressing up as the characters. And I was like, I need to know what they're talking about because they sound crazy. Yep. That's oh, the same God. reason I watched all the Frozen shorts too, because they kept dressing. <laughs> the grip that DCOM material still has on oh, us. It's, it's still all there. And... It feels like this is, when I think DCOM, this is one of the movies that first comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Other than High School Musical and Xenon. And I think Xenon, the- yes, we, we did Xenon a little bit ago. And now we also have, we also obviously have the trilogies of that because that became a, a big thing. No, I think, I think that this, this was just very, it was very iconic DCOM. I think the thing that freaked me out the most though was at the ver- was the beginning part when he is talking to his parents about his heritage. It feels very Stepford. I don't know if you guys got that vibe, but like, no, nothing's wrong at all. We're fine. We're totally normal. And y'all do not know how to be normal. No, they don't know how to be normal. Especially his his dad. His dad was just like, no, now let's change the subject. And it just it was very it was kind of creepy, honestly. I'm like, this kind of conversations that you guys have day to day, I don't think I would. I don't think I would be okay. I truly think that that is overplayed because the audience is kids and the intention is to really sell home that the parents are acting weird. And I'm sure a lot of kids probably have like 
ask parent questions of their parents and their parents are like mm, that's kind of weird let's not talk about that and they needed to like really be there's something really weird here what yeah. could it be because it, it is that's so weird it is yeah. so weird watching it as a grown-up and being like why don't you just be like oh we don't really talk about where we're from that's not a weird thing especially not in the early 2000s so many people are weird about where they came from still this is one of the things because i don't think it was ever covered in history but like how the irish were discriminated again that whole things list I didn't of things really that notice that whole list of things she lists off about how the Irish are treated that's that, that, that's all true weird history that they they truly talked about there so I was impressed that they got real there but it was, is this it was too is this too stereotypical oh it's it's so stereotypical it feels, it feels kind of rude in a way well I don't know how to say I think I, I get think I get what you're saying. Brought, I think that if I think that if they had brought in more more stuff like that, honestly, the dancing was really cool, and that was one of those things though that was kind of associated with the evil guy, which was funny because that was a really cool cultural thing that they that they brought in. But then the fact that when she turns really Irish, she's reverting back to Irish leprechaun, the mom. She she makes all of these different kinds of meats and she puts in in the cow cannon. And the, the what's so funny too is I don't maybe this is a me thing and my very unique childhood or something, but I was really obsessed with river dance as a child, and the whole I did Irish step dance and the whole nine yards. But I always like I wonder what other people thought who weren't exposed to river dance at all thought with the Irish step dance because it is so different. But I also feel like this was the period of time where it was always on TV. If you watch PBS, they were always doing the, we're having a special. If you give us money, we'll send you all these fun river dance things. And I, I, it just, I don't know. It's interesting to think about it in context with like what a craze that was at that time. Well, and if, you go, to, if you go to Raglan Road at Disney, they always have the Irish dancing. Yes. Oh, what was going to say? Michael Flatley, Lord of the Dance. Lord of the Dance. Lord of the Dance. I feel like it was Riverdance and Stop were such early 2000s things that that's what everybody as kids we were interested in. I know. I wonder how to make the bad guys should do that because it's it's related to a good thing. And so to make the villain. And that that is that's what that was my point. But although he Kyle, when he when he hears the music, can immediately dance super well to it. He's moved by that music. Help himself. He's just like, he felt myself. I'm just going because his friend's like, wait, why are you doing that? And, <laughs> but, but the thing was, it looked like other people in the crowd were actually trying to dance as well. And that confused me a lot. I guess everyone was just moved by the music. Yes. I guess. Because my feet were twitching. I wanted to get up yeah. and dance. But you also, you also did the, did the dancing. I did. So did. That makes sense. <laughs> Also, what's that line towards the end of the movie where in a really stereotypical Irish accent, they're like, dance is a sport in Ireland or something. It's like, it's a sport in Ireland, which I don't think is a bad thing, honestly. No, it's just so corny the way it's delivered. There's a lot of really funny lines in this. The, oh, no, I'm a Vulcan. There's another really good one that I'm blanking on, but there's so many. It's so corny. And I think that they went obviously full tilt on a lot of this stuff, which was maybe funny and maybe a little offensive at sometimes, but mostly fine. I think the weird thing was the when they did when they just didn't commit, like when Kyle Kyle kind of would say stuff with an Irish accent and then stop. And I'm like, this is I know he's supposed to be regressing slowly, but 
it but it, it was just it was just really weird how he would say certain things with with the accent and then but then other times just be totally fine i think ryan merriman as a child was not paid enough to learn a full irish accent and that's the deal he did what he could <laughs> <laughs> he says a half-hearted Irish that will save preserve me or something and the absolute worst Irish accent was out of nowhere and the orange hair oh yeah so good it's so good neon orange too it's fight like, I know it's not like, like, like real red I'm like why did you guys choose this was it just because it was it just stood out so crazily his mother, his mother had, I don't know if that's her natural hair, but she looks like natural redhead or whatever. So oh. it's, it's not they were going for like straight out crazy stereotype. They were going for real, at least with her, but no orange, almost like spray orange. Yes. Did you guys know there's an Indian remake of this movie? No. I just found this out and my mind's blown. Lakla Kaibat is about... Emmett, who is a class hero, incredibly lucky student, who has a lucky gold coin. He visits this fair that is styled around Arabian Nights, and he encounters a series of mystical and sinister characters amidst colorful stars. And then he it doesn't. That's all the summary is. I need to watch this. Well, that's at least the setup sounds like it. But then I don't know about meeting all the mystical star. Oh, also, one of the weird things, the fact that his grandpa ended up being in the same town and then they just kind of build this relationship out of nothing. Selling potatoes? Selling potato chips. Get potatoes. See, it seems it's so stereotypical. Oh, my God. And they called the Emerald potato chips. Well, why not? Of course. Oh, my God. But he just kind of comes out of nowhere. And I'm like, okay, so you're releasing all this family drama. And apparently your mother did not know that he was here at all. Even though the dad then says, I knew as soon as that potato chip company came to town, we should leave. <laughs> did you guys look at the IMDb trivia for this? Oh, God, I'm afraid. Okay. Tri- I did not look at the trivia. Are you guys ready? So, uh-huh. I, I, got some, I got some bangers here. This is bangers and match. Not- oh, uh-huh. Apparently, this is Zack Snyder's kids' favorite movie. I don't know how they know that, but somebody put that on IMDb. Cool. This well, is did you only... know that Jonathan? Did you know that Jonathan Major's favorite movie is Homeward Bound? How hey, do we find all these things? It is that true. movie made me cry as a child. Well, most mm-hmm. movies did. I cried a lot as a kid and as an adult. But anyway, <laughs> that's <laughs> the only decom movie based on Irish heritage. How many do they? <laughs> more than just the one i'm confused okay actor henry gibson played a leprechaun and bewitch 30 years before this movie hmm. so he is typecast he's, and he's he not also even has Irish. Like a, he also has like 150 something ndb credits so so i guess it was like bound to happen right I had a couple of questions as well as just how this world building kind of started because, or at least like when the transformation started happening, because it seemed like for a little bit, Kyle was the only one who was kind of noticing it. Can the dad not hear his wife's accent? I think they were still trying to play it off. 
He was trying to play it like, this is fine. He could play play off the meat, all the weird cooking she was doing or whatever. But but the fact that she was speaking in an Irish accent, that's kind of hard to play off. He seemed in denial. Like, he's like, it's fine. Well, there's also the inconsistency, too, of when he starts turning into a leprechaun. And he's wearing the hat to hide his hair and all that stuff. But he doesn't seem to notice that his ears are pointy until many, many scenes later when Bonnie points them out. And I'm like, boy, you've been running around school all day with pointy ears. And you just now recognize that? Like, we didn't feel that. Nobody pointed it out. Didn't look in a mirror. Nobody did. Nobody did, apparently. But they're all pissed at him anyway, which is really (laughs) ridiculous because and that was so stereotypical high school where they're like, oh, you like even though even though you got us to the finals. The fact that you played one lousy game, now everyone hates you. I was like, man, I freaking hate high school. Years are the worst, honestly. So many weird lessons in this movie. Another weird thing that I thought was the uh, was the fact that his grandfather drives a green car, which, of course, is lime green. That is not really an Irish green. There's 50, there's 50 shades of green, so. Sure, but I'm just saying that was a very odd choice. Well, it's like the neon orange hair, too. Yeah. It's kids like red colors. That's it. What did you guys think about the whole basketball aspect? It reminded me of Teen Wolf, but it's something in these movies all the time. I played basketball. High school sports sports are everything, apparently. I played basketball at this point in my life, so I was living. I was like, basketball, Irish. Okay, question. Who would win on a one-on-one game? Kyle or Troy Bolton? Troy Bolton. Oh, wow. What he got a college scholarship, so he must I be think good, it, right? I think it depends on if he has the coin or not. Oh, that's true. That last shot that he made in the, like, the very first, whatever, couple minutes of the movie, Troy, Troy couldn't even do that. That was, that was actually just luck. Yeah. But like, you see, Troy Bolton can dance and play basketball without no, the what? need for magic. Without the, well, need, without for the magic. need for magic. Yes, that's true. But that's what I'm saying. Does he have the coin or does he not have the coin? Because if he has the coin... Different story. Different story. It's also just a terrible thing. Like, this kid has been lucky his entire life. Has he dealt with any strike or anything terrible? I'm reading way too much into this. No, that was It's making up for the struggle of Ireland. (laughs) He is the hope of the entire country. He's living his best life for his ancestors. Which is so funny because the struggles. I don't, like, the Irish don't really have, like, it's, it's not really even a thing anymore, right? Like, at all. But it depends on the, it depends on the area. I mean, so. we all have generational trauma. Yeah, I guess the, Irish, the, Irish, the Irish have some real generational trauma too, and that can also just be biological. That comes yeah. down, which is something I learned. That I was like, oh yay, my Indian health heritage is great, but then you realize that we're more prone to diabetes because of our famine too. Yay. Which the Irish have that issue too because the yes. famine. It's like you, you love these things that you can't escape, literally. Because it's in your teeth. No, <laughs> that happened decades, centuries ago. <laughs> but yeah, that was part. I guess that's part of it because that's the whole thing about that they were because they worked through everything. They developed this kind of this this luck that has followed them around, and that's the whole reason also that they came to to the United States was to build a new life around that. But the thing is, is they are, they're Irish, yes, but they're not Irish people. They're freaking leprechauns. That's also exactly. true. <laughs> also, what is that being? 
I guess I, I, in this movie, it almost seems like every Irish person is a leprechaun. Kind of like they build it around. What is, oh the, what is the one line? I think it's Riley who says it. That's like, this is how I manifest my despair or something like that. I don't. I don't was like playing the flute or something. I, mm. like I he did play like, the flute. That's really right. leaning into the, the, the depressed Irish stereotype. You know, but the only stereotype they didn't really put into this was like the no drinking. alcohol, no alcohol, no. Free. which, which obviously because it's a kid movie, I assume that's why. But still. <laughs> we need a Luck of the Irish sequel when he's in college and he's turned twenty one, and all he can, and he can just he's just hammering him. Guinness, all just winning all the drinking games. Oh gosh, one thing that I found that I found that was. So, sort of funny but also sort of i don't understand why what this line is is when they are doing all the games because kyle challenges what's the what's the actual name of the evil leprechaun i just keep calling it. so <laughs> the irony name seamus so when when he confronts seamus he realizes the way to, to try and get out of this is that he knows he loves to make wagers so he says that if i beat you in sports then then i get my coin back you let my grandpa go and so they're playing all of these Irish sports that apparently ex- existed for thousands of years. And I don't know if they still play any of them now, but they're basically these ancient games. But one, I, one of them was, was some sort of, I don't know, it was like a sort of javelin toss or something. It was aiming at a target and it, it looked like archery, but it wasn't archery because they were just throwing at it. But Kyle says in America, because Seamus is saying, oh, we have kings in Ireland. And then he goes, in America, we don't believe in kings. We believe in baseball. And then throws the, the arrow or whatever it is. I'm like, what was that comet supposed to mean? No. No. I don't know. But they're supposed to be like Gaelic games? Hurling, maybe? Yes. I don't know. But what was the baseball comet? I think that was just Disney Channel's We're American. And the most American thing you can do is play baseball. But it had nothing to do with baseball. Even though, even the throw, I, I could imagine if they had a ball or whatever and they were throwing a ball, that would be something. But it wasn't. They were throwing a little arrow thing. That was why? my, my, my mental gymnastics to get to why they said it. I was like, oh, they're just trying to really sell home. I mean, apple pie and baseball. Kids are stupid. But it's just ridiculous because all of this is about heritage. And then it's like, oh, wait, but America's so great. And it was kind of like going back and forth between the two of that. But the, the initial feeling was that, well, I just want to know where I'm from and I want to be, I want to celebrate that heritage. But then they kept coming back to all these America comments. And I'm like, I don't understand what you're trying to do here. It's getting too foreign for the Americans. It scared them. <laughs> and, and this was pre 9-11. But I, I did, when I was watching this, because obviously when I watched this the first time I was a kid, I didn't know in like six months big things were going to happen but it made me wonder if this movie would have been made post 9-11 because of how insanely america first we got after that because even though there's weird america's great stuff in here it's it's still really like you can't ignore or deny or pretend you don't have heritage outside of america there's really good trying for like an aesop's fable thing about staying in tune with where you come from which I feel like gets lost in a lot of American stuff post 9-11. If I'm, I'm just looking after what I'm thinking is after 
This is an interesting study. If we look at decom stuff, that's it is really interesting. After 9-11, because we have to think about production times and how long scripts were made and everything fun like that. In 2004, we got Tiger Cruise, which is actually about the real life events of a USS Constellation that had families on board during 9-11 and how they all interrupted and how they all coped with the trauma of that. But going on after that, it's all very American. There's no more of these cultural kind of things. Mm until even Wendy Wu in 2006. She's still very American. Yep. And her whole thing was like, this is my culture and I am going to kick some butt, but I'm going to do it the American way kind of thing. It's it's really interesting. I've always been curious to know if anybody did any like scholarly studies into it. Because I'm sure they're about how children's how children's entertainment changed. And, and how we like eventually we started to pull away from it. And we started being like back to diversity and maybe foreigners aren't all bad kind of thing. Yeah. I felt like this and maybe maybe this is an out of pocket thing to see, but I felt like this this and a lot of early decom was effortlessly diverse. Like there was always secondary characters and friend groups were very diverse. And then it kind of got very white for a long time. And then they slowly started coming back. Other than like Johnny Tsunami. Before this, there wasn't really any people of color in the main roles. Oh, it's great to have a best friend or a side character have that diversity as a child, especially not seeing anybody like yourself really sucks. And it's like, I think we just got an Indian or South Asian decom movie in the past two years. American this long? Oh wow, wow! And I think she's a DJ. That's so decom sounding. Yes, it was 2001. It took like 20 minutes. Called Spin. I'm excited to watch that one. Wait, what's, what was the year? 2021. 2021. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. You said 2001 yeah. at first. And I was like, wow. <laughs> oh, no. I don't remember this one. Oh, that's cool, though. But that's, that's the thing, again, is when we do get diversity, the whole thing is about diversity it's not about them just being people it's specifically about the hook is oh she's indian but she's also a dj oh we did get also before this also up up and away which was a a black family who were superheroes it was sky high before sky high Mm -hmm. yes that was a classic i love that because i think that kid too is like i don't know what my superpowers are either but i have a family but it's always about finding your magic yes are you a mermaid are you a superhero basically you're just fight, finding your own unique identity yes then you got twitches that was my favorite like, are you a witch <laughs> freaking love twitches that was my jam i watched that movie to death are you a cheetah girl we don't know put some respect on the cheetah girl's name no i did love them i love cheetah girls too I really like Cheetah Girls, too, when they went to Spain. It was nice. Yes. Anytime the DCOM movie went abroad, (laughs) you knew you were getting a good one. Apparently, the third one, which I haven't seen, is they go to star in a Bollywood movie without Raymond. Oh, my gosh. Raven. I didn't know that. Huh. I missed that one. It was Mm -hmm. after my time. 
Me too. It's after even my babysitting time. <laughs> well, what do you guys think? Because obviously this this came out, I think, before Rotten Tomatoes was an actual thing. But now they have everyone. Everyone commented on it anyway. What what do you think that the audience score was? Two and a half. I don't know. This Three. is oh, percentage. This is, this is percentage. Oh. I think it has to be like 60% because I figure a lot of people go on there because they're fans. I'm going to take a guess and say 55. 53%. Damn. Why are all these? Look at the Irish haters. Are they all Irish people mad about this? I, I, I don't understand why, why considering this was... I, I don't know. I feel like I've watched so many more painful movies than... Like, this was, this was a fun movie. I don't understand. There are a lot... There are some of these are bad. I'm just going to say that. There are plenty of movies that are just terrible. And I don't, I don't know. A lot of people were saying it's like... Or one person says it's, it's a little too cartoony for me. And okay, oh, okay, here we go. Being being Irish, I was slightly in, intrigued by the advertisement on Disney, but mostly horrified. The whole concept of the movie is appalling, and a better screenplay could have been fished out of a bin in a downtown city dump. A teenager with all the luck in the world and an annoying ego to boot suddenly finds himself inexplicably turning into a leprechaun with the help of his grandfather and best friend. Okay, that's just that. He has to fight. He has to struggle to find a magic coin for a bucket of them, which is in the thieving hands of an evil leprechaun. Read the last paragraph and try to do it without gagging. It's hard, isn't it? And I'm like, wait, why? I don't know. It's, they basically just re reread the, the synopsis and said that was terrible. Seriously. I love this one that says, is there anything Ryan Merriman can't do? And they gave it a four and a half star. One of them is three stars and says, why is Tim, Tim Omenson in the question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark? <laughs> I think the better question is, is why is he not in more things? Correct. I think <laughs> this is where he got, like, not his start, but because he was in Seinfeld and he was in a, quite a few other things, but it's up there. And I just love that that's the only comment and then just says three stars. Okay. The person, the person who did the review that said the thing about they're Irish and try not to gag, the first one you read, they also rate it. Barney's Great Adventure, a half star. Please, if you are an adult, why are you expecting greatness from a kid's show like that? Why, don't why, you are you, why are you saying it's the most boring, unnecessary, stupid film I've ever watched? Come on. You have to judge these through the eyes of a child. You have to judge exactly. them through the audience. Are you still having a good time? There's another one that says two stars and it says Disney in another attempt to entertain us. Notice I said entertain. What? I... I need some substance, I think guys. It's a ten. I think I meant to say. Notice, I said a ten. Maybe, maybe that's that's probably what they meant. But I'm not. I'm just like I need more substance than this, guys. But this one is this is my new favorite one. This is from 2011. It's a Rotten Tomatoes review. It it talks about it's it's fell into Lake Erie, blah blah blah. At the end, it goes. It syncs up so good to Skillet's new album. So okay. Like, like how they think that Wizard of Oz syncs up to, what's the album? Dark Isn't Side, of, Dark Side of the Moon. So I thought, like I Irish has one. <laughs> okay, uh, now we have to rewatch it to listen to Skillet. What skill is that? Why does it have that album? Is that the band just trying to get more people to listen to try it out? It's Maybe. really good marketing. And that is the only review that person ever gave on See. March 29, 2011. That 
That person was high as F. Let's just be real. Not they did that to skillet. That they did that on, on St. Patrick's Day. They celebrated by getting high and watching the movie and listening to music. That's how it worked. Man, the reviews for this are something else. Well, it's Rotten Tomatoes, so what can you do? It gives you a different view of leprechauns. As opposed to, like, horror movies? Or, I again, I need more information, guys. I love this was so terrible. I enjoyed it so much. Anyway, I thought I thought it was pretty fun. I I I'm actually kind of surprised that it was this low on the on the ratings, but people are gonna I think people have way too way too many expectations for stuff like this when it's just like this is a decom movie and this is what you're getting. I thought the kids were great. Which is so weird because they were older than us when I first watched this, but I'm like these kids are great when I thought they were adults to me, really, because they're in high school kind of thing. But and then Timothy just is a ham. He absolutely he, I love it. He knew what this was and he mm-hmm. he did what needed to be. Do- yes, because he did. I love it. I love I love him. I think that he's a great actor and I think that he just ran his, with it. And that's the most fun they can have. His face yeah. is so expressive and <laughs> yes. just so memorable. Again, Psych came out, I think, in 2006 or 2007, five years after I watched this. Five, six mm-hmm. years after I watched this, started watching Psych. And I couldn't get this man's face out of my head. I kept expecting him to start Night X. I kept looking at his ears. Oh, man. So overall, you guys, what would, you, would you recommend this as a fun watch leader in life? If you yeah. if you watch this as a kid. Yeah, as a nostalgic throwback, I think it would be fun. If you're having a St. Patrick's Day party, millennials, play this. <laughs> it would be fun mm-hmm. to have one in the background. Mm-hmm. While you get drunk on green beer or whatever people who party do. I do not. Green beer, Jameson, all, of, all the stereotypical stuff. That meat she cooked was, you eat that. Well, I what, think most what, people do corned beef, but that was a lot of, that was, that was bangers, black and white pudding. I think it's what it's called. Good blood pudding. Maggie, we got to get some <laughs> blood pudding while we're in London. I've had it. No, thank it's not you. not great. <laughs> I don't, I'm well, excited I don't for eat meat all anymore. So <laughs> I'm excited for but, meat pies, though. I want some pies. That's good. Now you're, go, you're going English, man. Go sorry. English. That, that was stereotypical of me. I think that they're all the <laughs> no. same. In that no. circle. I but mean, what next? Like, are you going to suggest haggis? But for the record, I've been watching a lot of Food Network because I can't cope with anything serious. And so many of these chefs are like Asian flavors. And I'm like, that is so freaking broad, y'all. Like Indian flavors are so different than Japanese. And they're just like, I'm an expert in Asian food. And I'm like, all of that it? Must be, that must be all, all of it. All of it. Because that includes Russia, too. So are you yep, Russian, all too? Of it. Just get your continents right. Come on, guys. Just say you're <laughs> Eastern. I'm sorry. I have a that was a rant that I've been holding on in my heart. I'm defending my English your heritage. Food is the same. The heritage. Apparently, though, my other half is English and Irish, mostly Irish. So this movie's for you, girl. Exactly. It's... I'm also I'm also Irish and not fully, but yes, that's definitely I can in my see background. it. Vanessa. The freckles and the hair didn't really tip you off. 
Maggie's the most Irish being born in St. Patrick's Day. It's absolutely, true. absolutely. It came out step ready above. to celebrate green. And green's my favorite color. So surrounded by it right now. I know. I see your, I see it in your wallpaper. Isn't that green? Yep. Yep. And green eyes, tons of freckles, red undertones. I Can't think even I think even kids today would find this entertaining, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I will say they would be engaged with it. There's moments that I think would be considered slow to these these kids these days. These TikTokers. Of, these TikTokers <laughs> that only got the attention span of a goldfish. But I think the story is, once it picks up, is very fun and engaging and goofy in the right kind of ways. And there's music. It, yeah, it's very cartoony, but in a fun way. Mm-hmm. And like Ryan Merriman is a babe. So Oh, he's so cute. I loved him he's so Such much. a babe. <laughs> Had such a crush on that kid oh also smart house he was in smart house I'm yes so he was in smart house yes that become king he has he's been he's been in quite a bit and he, he actually has done stuff even recently too which, he had one that came out last year he's it, it's the one that came out last year was out of exile which i don't know what that is but and he's also been in a couple of a couple of different things after after disney which i do, i just don't know like any of that I saw uh, him in the Hallmark Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. He was delightful. He was in he's Pretty Little couple, Liars. Like, he was in Pretty Little Liars. And he was in, he's been in a couple, couple TV, TV He was things. in Final Destination 3, mm-hmm. Ring oh, yeah. 2. He got into the horror genre for a bit there. Then did some bad sci-fi stuff. <laughs> Attack of the 50-Foot Cheerleader. I remember Verit- Veritas the Quest. That sounds that he so was familiar. In, he was like the lead. I think his character was Nick or Nico or something like that. I remember that one. And that was post-Luck of the Irish. There's this title of, of this movie is a Christmas movie Christmas. It's two orphan adult women who get sucked into a Christmas movie cliche thing. I have to then at the Ryan Merriman owns an inn. Which I was really mad about watching this recently because I had an idea similar to this. But anyway, so except mine's different. Mine's an actual straight. Yours is different. Movie. Yes, I just Ryan Merriman plays an innkeeper. Mm-hmm. At the end, these two fictional guys who each of the sisters fall in love with, they come to the real world, and I'm like, they don't have a social security number. How is this going to work? You would think about that. That's that's of the course problem. they're good. That's the problem with the movie. Yes. Oh my God, Kobe Smothers were in, was in the Bertus, The Quest. Yes. She I think it was so a Canadian young. show, possibly. It probably was. I watched a lot of the Canadian weird sci-fi stuff back then. Same. <laughs> I watched, I loved Andromeda. Wait, yes. My cat's name was Trance. I loved Earth Final Conflict. Oh, that was my jam. I bring it up once or twice a year because I think of it. I love that. Andromeda. There was another one that was really good too. Oh, Sliders. All the good Canadian shows. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, anyway, any last, any last thoughts? <laughs> any last thoughts on this this movie? Look of the watch it the same Patrick's Day. Get in the spirit. Start wearing green. Think of think of Maggie. Yes. Wish her happy birthday. Wish her happy birthday. Celebrate me. I'm turning the big three zero. All right. So you definitely have to watch it this this St. Patrick's Day. I know you just watched it, but still. <laughs> watch it again. Oh gosh. 
I'm I'm just glad it lived up to it because I yeah. had this movie in a in a place in my heart, and I was like, oh, I haven't rewatched this since being an adult. Like, what if it's terrible? What if my memory? What if it? I was like, what if it has really bad stereotypes against people who aren't Irish? I was like, you're always afraid. Yeah, you early two thousands, lots of stuff about heritage. How could this possibly go wrong? There was definitely a lot of those with the Disney sequels and direct to home video. Whereas I was an idiot child, and I thought this was good. Now nothing holds up. <laughs> well, great. Okay, so oh, wait, where are we? Where do you find us? Yes, yes. Maggie is also a waffle host. It's Which true, I am. We'll be coming back to... Yes, it will be. Starbucks lovers. Yes. Because Maggie, we're going to see her in May. We are. I feel like Philadelphia has a lot of Irish people. And Maggie, where can we find, where can we find you online? You can find me on Twitter at Maggie of the Town and on Instagram at the Maggie Love It. Awesome. And then Geeky Waffle. Candace, where can you find... All of our stuff. You can find us at geeky underscore waffle on Twitter, the geeky waffle everywhere else, including Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, pretty much anything social media. We're going to be there, even though, yes, we are millennials. I learned it, Vanessa. You're not learning it. <laughs> learning what? TikTok? TikTok and all this stuff. Arzu refuses too. I cannot get her to do it. She's sitting, no. here, make- She's sitting here making a reel at the premiere, and I'm mm-hmm. like, you could just put that on tiktok it's it's the same principle. i just had her give me footage she's like no oh she told me she did it okay she did the instagram reel she did the instagram okay. reel oh sorry guys for, i can't even i can't even do twitter so we know vanessa <laughs> anyway i'm vanessa i'm candace oh and i'm maggie <laughs> and we hope you have a happily ever after until you realize that you are now a leprechaun and you lost your magic coin and hopefully you get it back.